Hey, welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and I not only have Tyron Woodley, who was scheduled, uh, but his phone died. He does call in today, as does TJ Dillashaw. Two champions, one show. Three if you count Matt. Yes, a former champ, yes! Shaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he hurt him again. He's out. This is UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts, Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Matt and myself are here. Uh, looks like today we're going to make up uh, for... The mis, uh, miscommunication with Tyron. He said his phone uh, shut off. He just didn't and um, <clears throat> let me add, Jimmy, that uh, a very classy thing to do is, uh, you know, I was at Penn Station and then, you know, so I didn't get, I don't get reception, you know. Then I got some, when I went through the tunnel and I, and I went through and I came through the other side, sure. I started getting some messages and stuff. So I seen, and one of them was Tyron. The champ left a message on my cell and said that uh, he apologized, man. His phone died and whatever else, and he apologized. It's sure. not his style. He didn't want to leave us hanging. So that's so nice. I almost felt bad putting that video out about him leaving us hanging. <laughs> that's funny. It was still funny. Was I, you know what it is? I did a little hashtag of it's all good and he'll, the champ is on next episode. I kind of threw that in there to let everybody know that. You know, I don't uh, attack him that he blew us off. Us bitching about this is just goofing around. We figured something happened. Your zipper's yeah, open, we, by we the way. We joke around. We, What's listen. Up? Matt's zipper's open. Oh, that's okay. That you, usually is. You see my dick? <laughs> no, I did not. Thank you. Uh, my zipper was open, though, Jimmy. It's embarrassing. It you know? That happens. Yeah, you know, these pants, sometimes it happens. Mine is, my zipper is always open. Yeah, but mine was an accident. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Jimmy. Uh, did you check out the Contender Series? Uh, I did. I watched, I think, three of the five fights or four. Yeah. Jimmy, I knew the answer to that because we were, you were watching when I came in. So I knew you saw it. I just want the audience to know. I tried to segue, Jimmy. I know. It's good. I'm not a pro like you. You are a pro. It's a perfect segue. Well, Seamless. Know, you, what? Seamless. Thank you. Uh, I listen. Some good man. All good stoppages. Tremendous. Uh, you know, there was a lot of uh, talk about Greg Hardy because he played for the Cowboys. Heavyweight fight against Austin Lane. He's uh, was he twenty nine years old? I think he's twenty nine. Yeah, he's twenty nine. And he had his share of troubles with uh, you know, drugs or whatever. And looks like he straightened everything out. Uh, the domestic violence thing. But hey, look, people fuck up in life and then they turn it around. So. Apparently, he's turned it around, and, and Dane and those guys want to take a look at him. Uh-huh. So, um, really interesting fight against Austin Lane. He also turned Austin Lane around. I'll say. Right yeah. he Literally. Re- he really, his the stoppage of Austin Lane, if you didn't see it, go back and watch it, even though we're giving it away. It doesn't matter. Yeah. He hit him with, was I think it was a right, and then, <laughs> and then literally, Austin, I've never seen a fighter... I did. Com- uh, go ahead. Looking I wanna... so f- not in the direction he should be looking at. <laughs> right. And so he got hit. He like got stunned for a split Dude, he second. was looking like through the K, and all of a sudden, Greg Hardy reminded him of where he was with a, a left to the face that just yeah. literally just dropped him like a bag of rocks. Yep. Jimmy, I was, uh, me, myself and Ray Longo, uh, we were cornering Luke Cuomo. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I am. I, I did. He, wait. He was a runner-up yes. on season two. That's of the right. He fighter. was, yes. He, he was a great fighter. A little a wacky guy, but great fighter. And, uh... I, he fought. I, I forgot the Brazilian guy's name. It was, um, I think it was the his nickname was the Crocodile, but it was not Jacare. I, I don't know. I forgot the guy's name. 
but he he was he wasn't in the UFC too long. But uh, so he's fighting him. It was at the Hard Rock, and Luke hit him with something. I, I don't know if it was a left hook, right hand. I forgot what it was, and it was literally the same thing. He's and where he's shouting at him. So he got hit, and the guy stopped. The guy looks at us through the cage. Creepiest fucking thing ever. Then Luke put him away. Hit him again. But the guy actually, he's hitting him. He got stunned, and you see him turn and look at us. I'm like, what the fuck? That's weird, he's, right? And Luke hit him when he's looking at us. I don't know was, if you're gonna remember. Was it Edberto de Oliveira? Is that the guy he fought? That's like the only Brazilian seeming name. I'm gonna say probably. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I think so. What's his nickname? Uh, it's I. It's no no yeah, link. Everyone's everything. Because yeah, okay. I knew the nickname. Oh, me. that's right. All right, hold on. Let me well, oh, you have the nickname? I'll get it. If you get the nickname, I'll be so happy. I already. I know. said the crocodile, but I don't think it is. I, 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 I tried. Yeah. Right. I tried to fight. What is it? It's Krakota. Oh, I got a great memory. You really the rumors yeah. are wrong. The rumors are wrong. The rumors <laughs> are wrong. He's got the memory of a goldfish. All right. I um. Let's I tried fighting, and people said my nickname was stupid. It's so annoying. What, what, what was, was your nickname? I don't want to say it. You're going to laugh at no, it. No, Jimmy, tell us. Say it. What is it? The toast butterer. That's. I, I'm not pressing anything. I like it. I like it. The, the, wait, hold on. Because you need a knife to win a fight. Yeah. The toast butterer? Yeah, that's my name. And you said because he needs a I'm trying to figure it out. I'm so slow, Jimmy. I'm not. I can't keep up with your wit, Jimmy. It's not even wit. Sometimes you say things, and it's later a, it, on, it's not witty. It was just a terribly dumb joke. It was a dumb joke. <laughs> it just made me laugh because it was such an awful nickname. The toast butterer. Yeah. So yeah, listen, man, that was a great fight. Great Hardy Oscar. He stopped him. Uh, decisively. Uh, Chris Curtis uh, against Sean Lally. Yeah. What what division are they? I mean, uh, Hardy's a heavyweight, of course. What, They're what? at welterweight. Uh, and Chris Hardy did get the UFC contract, by the way. Yeah, Chris Curtis. Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Greg Hardy, I meant, got the uh, contract. So, Greg, yeah, Greg Hardy got the contract, but Dana was saying after that, you know, that was literally his first professional fight. So wow. they're going to try to get him some more experience, and he's not going to jump right to the UFC, but he has like a developmental kind of Sure. Contract. Well, you can see oh, wait, both. Wait, wait. Is, I'm sorry, Jim. Is he in that program, the, the, the program that Dana came out with, the, that we got for... Who got that on looking for a fight the last episode? Yeah, I think that is going to be what it is. He didn't say specifically the that. The kid got that. Yeah, it. he didn't say specifically that, but I think that's what he was alluding to, yeah. Well, they talk about that program. You know the program I'm talking about? You want to gas it up? Uh, yeah, let me... F- Look uh, it up. Okay. Look it up while I'm talking. It's the... Um, I'm going to say development uh, development program. I'm going to fuck yeah. it up. What's it called? No, like a developmental program. Yeah, All right, looking. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But uh, on the last day in a white looking for a fight, right. it just came out recently, Jimmy. It's the Cabo episode. So much fun. Yeah. So much fun, Jimmy. And um, myself and your your good friend, Dean Thomas. I love Dean. Yeah, Dean wants to come in, by the way. Sure, that anytime. But they talked about that, you know, they're coming out with that new program at the Institute. And uh, it gets, you know, young kids or these guys with potential, it... it Brings that it it puts them with a camp. It, it and it. What does it do? You tell me. Does it say right there? Uh, I I didn't find specifically what you're talking, about, but I know what you mean. Yeah, it's a development. <laughs> I ch- listen to me. All I could do is lay put the do like. Well, you're explaining it. That's what. I don't think I explained it great though. No, but it is. It's for guys that like this who who have a lot of potential, and they. It's sort of like even what Engano did. I mean, he spent so much time at the performance institute. And if you want to hear more about that, should have worked on his wrestling. Check, you check out the Dana White looking for a fight Cabo episode because they right. Dana does talk about it because a kid does get picked for that program. Well, they, I unfortunately have not watched that episode yet, so maybe that's why I'll I fucking know, but... boo you again. Sorry. I'm just waiting until it gets over 500,000. Yeah. Well, that'll, watch that. well, listen, that'll, that'll be by this afternoon. Yeah, baby. <laughs> what uh, else, Jimmy? Can I say this, by the way? So I just had a couple of points, like for people that maybe don't know what the contender series is, whatever. It's exclusively on UFC Fight yeah. Pass. The Dana White's Tuesday Night Contender Series, it showcases the best unsigned fighters 
in MMAs, they compete for a chance to win a contract, like we're saying, yes. as Greg Hardy did, live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Fight Pass, and it features, uh, you know, hot prospects. Nick Newell, who has won armies fought in the World yes. Series of Fighting, he gets an opportunity. Antonina Shevchenko, who is Valentina's sister, is going to fight later in the season. Oh, uh, I wonder if she dances like her. I don't know, probably. They both got that, that, that kind oh, of Oh, can dance. Valentina dance? She do- oh, yeah, oh, she, she does a whole like spin in the octagon me? and everything. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, Austin Vanderford, who is uh, Paige Van Zandt's fiance, people were wondering if he was going to get a shot at you. I don't, I don't need just... to see him fight because I, I have a thing for Paige, <laughs> right? And I feel we'd be a good couple. Austin, what? She disagrees. A Vanderford is his last name. That sounds like a millionaire's name. Austin I wanna, Vanderford. I want to see what he looks like. Yeah, I, here's what he looks like. I guarantee you, he's, he's going to marry. He's a date and Paige's on a fiance. One, he, he's an eleven on a one to ten. I guarantee. I'm going to say he's better looking than me and Jimmy. Yeah, but that's that's. Uh, let me uh, hold on. I'm not looking. Austin Vanderfort. That is a yeah, he's very good, handsome good dude. Good looking kid. He's in better good shape look, than me. A, listen, they're gonna make some good looking kids. Them too. Let me yeah, see them. Sure. Let me you see know? the picture. Of them at the, he's in really good shape, and he has a rich what, what guy's name. This one. Paige and Austin. Those are young people's pa- names. Paige and Austin. That sounds like a good couple. Paige and Jim does not sound as good. <laughs> no, uh, fair enough. No, no. What is he a welterweight? I'm gonna guess he's a welterweight. Uh, I'm not sure actually. Oh no, you know what? I'm gonna guess lightweight. Let me see. Because she's a fucking. Was she a bantamweight? Oh, no, she's flyweight. Strawweight, strawweight sorry. Yeah. Well, and actually, now she moved up to flyweight. Okay, I'll right. Yeah. Um, what did you want to know? I'm sorry. I said welterweight. Yeah, he's I, a welterweight. Oh, he is, okay. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. Uh, oh, and by the way, Michael Bisping made his commentary debut. On he was the, very good. Uh, I thought he was great. Dana very White's good. Producers. So listen, that uh, so Greg Hardy, congratulate you. You can see him and Austin, they're both a little sloppy, like kind of just throwing like a little, you know, again, first fight, a little, an eye poke early. But uh, man, he hits hard. And then Chris Curtis uh, against uh, Sean Lally, uh, according to, I didn't see this fight, so the end of the fight. That kick was amazing. It was an amazing hook kick, yep. which stopped it. And it didn't even look like it was, until you see it in slow motion, where you can see the power he's using with the leg to generate. Because it's such a fast little, Not it doesn't look like there's a whole lot of momentum. And it's it accurate. Just, oh boy, hell. was it. Right what? on the fucking chin. I and uh, knocked him out. So he did not get a contract, though. And then uh, Headfield, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Headfield, uh, heavyweights, uh, Alonzo, Manyfield, Manyfield, right? This was a, yeah, Manifield. This against was a, a big back and forth one. Deshaun uh, <laughs> Boatwright, yeah. This was a, a long fight. I'm glad I peed before it. Uh, put it on now. We, 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 we're going to just, we're killing time uh, here. Do we have time for this fight? You know what it is here? Tyron is not calling in for an hour, and then we don't have TJ for a half hour. And let's play this whole fight then. Yeah, let's kill the fight. Well, well, I want to commentate on the fight. All right, let's commentate. Because I think that what's oh, happening. This is almost going to be like your first commentary job. It is my like, first. Like an audition. It's an audition. Right, call about everything you see with this fight. For Dana, I that- want Dana and the crew to hear me. I can do this. Oh, is that Snoop podcast? Is that Snoop Cast thing still going on? I uh, hope so. I don't think they did it for this one. I didn't oh, know this to be all right. Honest, but- Maybe burn some bridges with all his fucking, yeah, Connor. And then he said some other stuff that I can't say. Yeah. And final all right, here we go. Now, start this, your commentary. All right, here we go. Ready? Okay, they're starting to hit. with Joe Rogan. All right, here we go. Boy, they bump fist in the middle. All right, there's a left head kick. He falls. He hits him with a right hook. And it looks like uh, Menafield has uh, drilled a uh, hammer fist in him and knocked him out. Okay, that's it. End of the fight. He does a really poor backflip, which actually lasted longer than the fight. He does a half a backflip. Well, now, the guy who does have an Amish beard is sitting on the floor. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't say the guy. I wish they would have let... I know. Hold I, on now. Boatwright was out, though. He was out, dude. There was a left that drilled his... Watch his eyes. He was out. Can you do that again? I hate to be... And by the way, the sorry. They'll show the replay. Menafield threw a punch as the ref jumped in, which he's... There's no way he didn't feel that ref jump in. That was a... I know he's in that moment, but that was a very bad last right punch he threw. Watch. In real time. Okay, yeah. We can go on now. Yeah. 
I don't like that Dana White's in shape right now. I watch this. Because I'm going here, away here, The left kick, which he's throwing. Boom, out. Watch it. Watch his face roll back with his left. Watch. Right there. He's out. He's out. Boom. See? The referee's waving him off, but he throws an extra right. What the fuck's he doing? Um, he wasn't caught up in the moment. He, he wanted to throw an extra punch. Who, him? Yes. He wanted to throw an extra punch. Yeah. Well, listen. Bolt right was out. Yeah. yeah, he took the left, and you could see his eyes roll back. But then I think he took another one, and it kind of woke him up. So maybe, it's still yeah. the ref's got to stop that. It was, he was yeah. doing nothing. His arms are down. He's not defending himself. He's not trying to turn out of it. He's not fucking trying to pull him down into and, and, and on top. He's doing right. nothing but laying. They're getting punched by a heavyweight. Yeah. Well, you know, boat right. You know, <laughs> boat right, boat right, boat right, boat right. Fight wrong. <laughs> uh, you attack the guy's beard. I mean, just bolt right. I'm just joking about beard. But, but I'm he, saying he took he threw a kick which he, he had done before, yeah. and of course uh, Menafield was ready for that. Yeah. And he throws a left head, head kick, and fucking Menafield drills him with a right. Yeah, and drops him. It's got to be so frustrating too to be uh, Deshaun Boat, right? Like they're both undefeated. Yeah, well, not anymore. Yeah, now, well, no, they were. What was now the record? Alonzo's seven and zero, oh, and now uh, Boat Right is three, three and one. one. Yeah, yeah, Boat Right. Yep. Yeah, I can't get that name out of my. He was capsized. <laughs> Boat capsized. <laughs> Good. I'm glad you missed the button. <laughs> Former welterweight champ doesn't have the strength to hit the button. Here's the one he was, here's the one he was trying to hit. There you go. Thank you, Matt. Matt was trying to hit the button. He couldn't. Uh, yep. Didn't I just drop Monday? Why would you drop? You're in good shape. Look, at my, look what happens to me. Look what you do to me. Look at me. Is this normal? Here's an erection. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you oh, got him shit, Jimmy. Yeah. Go ahead, talk for a second, Jimmy. It's not normal that I look at all the sweat. That's okay. You're, oh, a, you're a very hearty man. I've said that before. You're a boisterous yeah. and hearty man, Matt. Yeah. You just, I have. You, oh, I have some stuff here to wipe myself down with. There you go. Oh, but, you know what? We didn't go over our picks from uh, from last time. We, oh. we talked about the fights. We didn't say how the picks. were Well, we did talk. We just wanted to cover this real quick. We don't know. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, all right. So, so that was very, very exciting fun. fight. These guys fighting for a contract always give you a good fight because they, they want to win badly. Yeah, I mean, not that anybody does it, but you know, they're fighting for a, a contract. Well, and you see them, I feel like they get into the UFC a little bit quicker. They have a little bit of notoriety. Like Sean O'Malley just jumped right from that yeah. right to the UFC. And, and now they he's get a nice turning fan base right off the yeah. bat, you so, know? Sure. Because uh, you get to get Julian a little Marquez. insight into the, you know, who they are and whatnot. You get to like, you know, you either like them or you don't. It's like a really quick version of the Ultimate Fighter. Right. Not really, but Well, kinda. no, but it's, it's well, like the entrance into the yeah, house, man. Right? Yeah. Is Gregor Gillespie uh, ranked yet or no? Not yet, no. He should be. Even after that fight, he's not ranked? And he's, and he's, fi- and he's fucking 12-0. and 0. What the fuck are they waiting for? And he's 5-0 in the UFC, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, no, he's not ranked yet. How did, how did fucking Gaethje get ranked? I know he was undefeated. He got ranked number five after one win. Yeah, well, he came in as like a former champion. Yeah, and, I know, know but right. come on. Not yeah. to not Gaethje, I like him. I'm just saying that sometimes you wonder, you know. Right. Yeah, man. Didn't Darren Till win one fight against Cowboy, and all of a sudden he went from 15th to third? I want to see what's next with him, man. Yeah, I know. You know, how do you think he's gonna go with Tyron and Colby? Um, Longo thinks that Colby. I, fucking, I'm throwing Longo under the bus. <laughs> Longo's like Colby could tire him out. Maybe can. I mean, and he's I go, relentless. I, and I said, dude, I go Longo. This is what I think, Longo. I go Colby. He's got a chin, and he takes one to give one, and, and so far that's working good for him with guys like Maya and a guy that's a lightweight coming up from yeah RDA uh, sure you know a guy who's a you know coming up from a lightweight and who doesn't pack a punch. Not many people pack a punch like Tyron packs. Tyron hits like a fucking knee coming up at your face. He needs yeah. one. He needs one. He needs one. Clean. He he can literally He's shown it. And you you said this last week, I think, but that relentless pace. 
to get up against the cage, you got to get in close for that. And if Tyron catches him, that is going to really slow him down. Listen, he caught, you know, those fights were close, but he did, he caught, he did what a lot of people can't do. He caught Wonderboy. Yeah. Brutal. And, uh, whose whole job is staying away and counterpunching. It's like trying to bottle lightning. It's like, oh, wait, I did the wrong one. No, No, you did the right one. He did the right one. A tepid applause for Tr- saying he's trying to bottle lightning. <laughs> is that a saying? No, it's lightning in a bottle. Ain't no trying to oh. bottle lightning. <laughs> Jimmy is trying to wait. Is, what is it? It's lightning in a bottle. It's not, it's not trying to capture. Wait, what did I just say? He's trying to bottle lightning like he's selling it. It's moonshine. Yeah. I deserve that. I fucking Jimmy. I don't even know what I was thinking, Jimmy. All right, guys, we're back. Um, what do we got? What do we got? Give me all you got. Um, we were just talking about Tyron fighting against, uh, oh, yeah. because what happens is he, he comes in, you know, he, Colby is so aggressive. It'd be interesting to see how Tyron fights a guy who is so aggressively trying to either put him down and wrestle him or keep him up against the cage. Cause Damien was like fucking, we know what he does. He shoots for takedowns in the middle. And then, you know, I mean, we, we know what, how Damien does. And his whole thing was avoiding being taken down by Damien right. Meyer. So he didn't fight the fight he wanted to fight there. Wonder Boy's a counterpuncher. So we all know how Wonder Boy fights. This guy fights differently. He's extremely aggressive. He is relentless. He gives you no space. Will he fight Tyron Woodley the same way? Like, is Colby Covington going to be, who's, again, hey. is he going to be that comfortable against Tyron Woodley giving him these, no space? Right. These guys, their punches weren't powerful enough. And he didn't respect him enough to keep him off. He will respect Woodley's punching power, of course. I mean, I'm, I'm thinking just off the top of my head, uh, Kashek, yep. Robbie Lawler. Uh, you could say one, one those, boy those twice. Fights, yeah, they got dropped. Yes, you know what I mean. Who else? Who else did he? He collapsed one boy, but 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 is but, there any other? How many knockouts does he have? He but one boy is just so tough that he just couldn't put him away. But he dropped him. Oh man! You know. Six of Tyron's eighteen wins are by knockout. Okay, so a third. <clears throat> well, and I was gonna say. So now I'm looking kind of through his fights, guys that you fight that are wrestlers. He has the yeah. win over Koshchuk. He yeah. does have a loss to Rory McDonald, who's a, obviously a noted wrestler. And then he has a split decision win over Kelvin Gastelum, who has a wrestling background. That was right. a close fight, and Kelvin thinks he Wait, won what, that. The last one? Oh, with him and Kelvin? Kelvin. What year was that? Uh, 2015, and Kelvin was at welterweight, obviously. It's actually, point. you could make a case that Kelvin's just maybe better at fucking middleweight. There's no question about I it, mean, I think. Yeah. I know he wanted to be you know, back over there. Sorry, Jimmy, that's okay. a foot stomp. I did uh, that same no, thing. You, to my, I did that to my buddy Chris Lytle. I think he won me the fight. I was going to say that. but the second him. one, he hit my head like a fucking, he used my head like a pinball, felt like a pinball machine. Um, I don't know what that, I'm really, really bad analogies today. Why? You used your head like a pinball? I don't know what that means. Doesn't mean, How can I make some sense? I gotta, can I just, can we cut that out of the episode? No. Nah, cut that part okay. out. I'm not that guy. I'm me, Jimmy. No, you're not. I'm me. Fucking. <laughs> That's another thing. That's another thing. I'm, today's just going to be a lot of um, quotes of how, Moronic, I am. What are you looking at, Jimmy? The rankings. I'm trying to see. And these haven't been updated since 225. But it's... who are we just talking about? My memory is going too. Uh, we were saying Kelvin Gastelum at middleweight. I want to see. Yeah, where's Gastelum ranked at middleweight? That's what I wanted to see. Okay, he's number four. What was his last fight? It was the win was over Jacare. Yeah. yeah. Is it wrong that I get so excited? How did that... he beat Jacare? I don't remember. It was a split decision. When... It was okay. Yeah. I got excited that they upgraded. Um... The uh, standout battle royale. So there's all new boards. So much fun, Jimmy. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm a middle aged man talking about video games. It's okay. But Jimmy, it's fun. The virtual reality is fun. Could you meet me in the Oasis and we could play some games? I'd like to be there. All right, let's get back to, <laughs> let's get back to the show. Why? Well, I'd like to be in the Oasis. It's fun, Jimmy. 
So, um, all right, we'll see. Al Whitaker is saying by the end of the year he should be able to fight. So. Yeah, his his thumb is just shattered. Like it looks terrible. It's unbelievable. And Rockhold is out. So the welterweight division. I mean, sorry, did you the, see uh, the, shit, the picture division. of Rockhold's shin? Is Rockhold no. still out from that fucking punch from the fucking? No, no, the shin. He has a shin injury. Look at this picture. Hold on. Really? And how old is this picture? Is it gross? This is like the last like two days or whatever. Oh, it's still fucked up. Uh, yeah. So he's gonna be like this probably for like three months. Hold on. What's that? Are you a big Yoel fan? Yeah. yeah here we go. <laughs> 18 plus. What is Come this? Because it's just a horrible there? picture. Ooh. Yeah. That's the porn he avoids. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go back to that. 18. You got to be 18 and over to look at that. What movies have I? People have been asking about. Uh, there we go. People have been asking about my movie minute. They really miss it. Did I? I don't know. What the fuck? I, My buddy Paige, she's a fan. People, I'll tell you, I got the fans. I sometimes I'll write them back. Now, and I'll, out of nowhere, I'll just pick a few, and I'll be like, "Hey, thank you." And they're like, "I love the show," and I just it's positive energy. And then I'll block somebody for saying something nasty. It's better. Yeah, you know, listen, life's about balance. It's like passing the goal. You look thinner, Matt. You, I'm serious. Your face looks very thin. I don't want to, Jimmy. Jimmy, where do I begin, Jimmy? I, I Listen to me. It started by me just laying off the pizza. Yeah. I did for two weeks. It does make a big huh? difference, sure. Jimmy? Yeah, you I, really I, you thin out to, a lot. Now, now I'm trying to milk it. You don't have to milk it, but you did thin out a lot. Well, you know what? I lost the... I saw, uh, what? I seen the last episode of Dana White looking for a fight, and damn, did I look really chubby. Dana looks thinner, and, too, though. Both of oh, you guys. Yeah, well, Dean is looking a lot thinner, so that kind of annoys me. I like it better when he's fat. Why wow, you guys will uh, you guys motivate each other to lose weight? That's yeah. good. Oh, look at wow, that! Oh, yeah. Frankenshin! What happened there? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess he just split it open when he was training, and then it, it wouldn't like the, the it wouldn't stay close. Split it open when he was training. Like, it looks like he was training with fucking Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. well, I mean, that's got a ton of staples in it. I guess it's draining. But can yeah, you get he's that off so I can eat yeah, something yeah, later on? Yeah, it's it's really know. a terrible picture. So he's out though for a while. All right. So look, the middleweight division right now. Whitaker's out. Um. Yoel is obviously available, but I still think he should move up to light heavyweight. Yeah, Rockhold is hurt. So right. you got you know uh, uh, Wyman, Gaslin, uh, Jacare. What the fuck happens now? You can't have a, you can't fight for another interim belt, right? Well, Wyman, Gaslin are the in my mind the two that would be up you have know in contention to fight. Yeah, and Wyman, Wyman has did the win beat him. Over yeah. Gaslin. Okay, yeah, that just, is that is. So the question is. If Weidman's healthy, I would think that he would get the shot, but it seems like he's going to be out a little while with this thumb injury. Still, well, Weidman and, and and Kelvin. Well, first of all, listen. Well, if Weidman and always... Whitaker are both out with thumb injuries, then when they you probably come back around the same time, uh, right? It could, yeah. That's true. That's a great fight. That is a great. Ooh, fight. that's Even a good Kelvin, fight. Kelvin, Absolutely. Kelvin too is a great fight. Don't get me wrong. I want Weidman to go for it, but yeah. Kelvin, Kelvin and Whitaker is another interesting. I fight. would rather see, but I would rather see Chris. Gale. I'd rather see Weidman too because <laughs> not I, just I because have I better like... seats. Huh? Uh, anybody? Anybody? Man, I have. I have better. I have better. Seats. Ah, uh, you do. Yeah, you I'm, do. I should. Should I open for you? Yes. <laughs> nah, Jimmy, I'm not a. I'm not a comic. So what? Uh, neither am I anymore. I would like you, you are a comic. It's a craft, Jimmy. It's a craft. It's not a craft. It's a worthless skill. It no. literally is. Nothing dries a pussy up faster than saying I'm a comic. No, a hot know. fan. Nah, Turn a hot know. fan onto a vagina. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Jimmy. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think there's two. There's two uh, trains of thought on that. One train that goes this way, one train that goes that way. Yeah, and then I'm standing in the middle going, hey, what do you want from me? <laughs> I love fucking, I love it. I love Goodfellas. What do we got? Oh, we well, also, we talk, give me oh, some sorry, gossip. Go, oh, well, I was just going to say, so because people were asking, I got a couple of messages. Oh, I about wanted that. to go over, we should go over fan 
questions. Well, we got to do our picks, too. Yeah, well, these are the picks. So, we, I mean, we don't have to go through the fights again, but, Jim, you went three for five, and you had five out of 15 points. You picked correctly Taito Ivasa, Holly Holm, and Colby Covington. Me and Matt both went two for five, unfortunately, on this one. But I'm kind of disputing mine because I did say Mike Jackson, then I just changed it to the punk for fun. So it's a debatable. Like, no, you'll, you change it. All right, fine. You shouldn't have. You so should I, be fucking. You, yeah. You can't be oh. mad because your backbone fell out because no, punk I called in. I know. Well, I went two for five, and then I had two Ivasa and Covington right. And Matt, you had two Ivasa and Holly Holm right. So. All right, but I got it right by. Uh, you had Holly Holm 100% right by. Did I say Covington, my decision? You had Covington by fourth round submission. And what did I say about Holly? Holly Holm by decision. You got that right. I had Colby by Holly decision. Holm so so awesome. I have to go to the bathroom. Oh, let's take a break. Let's take a PP break. What up, everybody? This is CJ McCollum from the Portland Trailblazers. And here's a little taste of what we talked about on this week's Pull Up podcast. Very special mini post-Game 7 episode of Pull Up. An epic Game 7 in Denver. 37 points back-to-back essentially closeout buckets. Why were you so successful last night? I think it just really came down to my demeanor and mindset. Empty the clip, leave nothing out there. I wanted to say I did everything in my power and I left all my bullets out there on the court and didn't bring anything home. How do you shift to a completely new animal, an absolute monster in the Warriors? In the playoffs, it just comes down to X's and O's and execution more so than anything else. The Warriors aren't going to run a lot of plays. They're going to run a lot of misdirection out of timeouts and late clock situations. But most of it's going to be mid-pick and roll. It's going to be pin downs and flares and things of that nature for Clay and Steph in a lot of transition. So you have to guard the three-point line, get back in transition, and make it as difficult as possible on them. Don't forget to pull up. Subscribe and listen every week on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. After a stressful game, it's only natural to need some well-deserved rest. Upgrade your current sleep situation because Mattress Firm is offering the best bed deal of the year. Get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price for savings of up to 700 bucks. Plus, take home a free adjustable base up to a $699 value. That's $699 for free. You'll only find these deals during Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale. So don't miss your chance to start sleeping like a pro. Shop now at mattressfirm.com slash sale. There's nothing worse than being uncomfortable in bed. It's, it's horrible. You're not rested the next day. You suck at work. Mattress Firm's Memorial Day sale is offering the best bed deal of the year. Save up to $700 when you get a king bed for a queen price or a queen bed for a twin price plus Take home a free adjustable base that's up to a $699 value free. Visit mattressfirm.com slash sale for more details. And we mentioned Paige before. Did we mention that her, uh, her arm is still in terrible shape? Why do we mention? Oh, we mentioned that the fact that her fiance was fighting. Right. Meant to, we meant to cover Paige, of course. We just got off, uh, off subject there. She has a negative update to her fans on, on Instagram. Her uh, arm update she has, uh, there's been, uh, her arm surgery failed. For whatever reason, her bone is still totally broken and has shown no signs of healing progression. Uh, all that we can guess is I went back to training too quickly and didn't give the arm proper time to heal without any motion. That's the downfall of athletes. You push through the pain when you shouldn't. Uh, she's going to go on for some more serious, ah, oh, more serious surgery next month where they're going to take bone fragments from her hip to fill the break and put another big plate in. Uh, she's going to need some time off. So I'm going to guess, what do you think? She's out for a year? Yeah, I mean, depending on how, how long it takes for the uh, for that to like calcify or whatever has to Poor happen. But yeah, that sucks to have been out this amount of time thinking it's healing. It smells like not- ass in here, guys. 
I did, fart? I, I did not I fart. I did not. I would tell you if I did. I don't smell it. Did so you wait, have she, to? Did you have to make it linger? I didn't fart. I would tell you if I farted. I did All not right. fart. Uh, wait, so I believe she, you. I promise you. So she. Uh, when was her last fight? I mean, she was again. She was fighting that without her fucking what was her, without her right arm, the same as uh, Whitaker. Yeah, that happened a little bit later in the fight. She went to throw. Maybe it was in the second round. She threw a um, a spinning back fist. When was missed, that? And it kind of, I'm going to check right now. Um, but yeah, I guess it's her forearm that kind of uh, broke there. Yo, again. give me some more news. Yeah. I want some news. The people that listen to the, well, the UFC Unfiltered Army want that, some news. That fight was January 14th. So that's tough for her to have been out, you know, six months, six months at this point. Yeah. I want some more news. Ronda Rousey. We haven't talked about that. We did mention Ooh. she's going to the Hall of Fame. Didn't we? Oh, we did. Uh, yeah. No, 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 she's going yeah. to the Hall of Fame with Matt Serra. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Ronda. Right, right. Good night, Ronda. Now, I hope you take a picture of my kids. I'm sure she will. will. be there. She's very nice. <coughs> now, friends, ju- friends with her husband. Uh, just, Justin Gage, he did tweet a picture of himself and Iaquinta saying, uh, uh, Lincoln, Nebraska, August 25th. And the UFC's, Dana had said that fight's not happening. Right. But I guess we might as well ask Matt, who's close with Matt. Comment, Matt. I have no inside scoop. Zero inside <laughs> scoop. Nothing Why inside you thumbs scoop. Up zero. Not thumbs up. Okay. Yeah, I'm really not. Yeah, the I, UFC hasn't said anything about that. Al, and surprisingly, Al hasn't really said anything about it since Gaethje posted that. So, And uh, I haven't seen Al too much, so I don't know. Uh, you know, I really have nothing to add to it. We also have uh, now, and I don't know when this fight, Demetrius Johnson, Henry Cejudo, I know we talked about that, is now the co-main event. For Cody, TJ. Look, I'm happy for Cody because I like him a lot. I'm happy that he's getting a rematch. I think that as a champion, you do deserve that. Um, you know, you know, I got one. But the fact that I, I would love to have seen TJ against uh, Demetrius Johnson first, just to break it up. And of course, DJ, of course, he didn't take the fight. Like again, I have, I, 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 what I the fuck? No, I have no clue why he wouldn't take that fight. I mean, money or whatever fucking reason. I, who knows? No, I'm just I annoyed. Mean, I'm very it, cranky today, so that's no, okay. I'll, well, I'm gonna I'll, ask TJ when he calls in because you know TJ wanted that fight. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And TJ said a bunch of times. I mean, obviously, he's gonna fight Cody if they, if that's yeah, the fight course. that's coming up. But he didn't feel like Cody deserved the shot. Now you can make an argument. Obviously, he does because he was the champion. Who but wait, hold on. Who doesn't? TJ didn't feel TJ that. But sometimes didn't feel these guys Cody, say things. Yeah. I think to promote, like to get more, like to get more yeah. from the UFC too. Like, hey, he doesn't deserve the fight, but they want the fight, so maybe they give him a little more money to make mean, the fight happen. Well, and TJ had to go through a couple of guys to get back to the title, so he probably feels like it's annoying. That, but wait, hold know. on. But you know, Cody did beat Dominic Cruz, which TJ did not. So, yeah, no, I mean, no, no question about it. And Cody was yeah. undefeated before that. Just yeah. like Joanna was undefeated before Rose, too. And 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 Cody did drop him in that fight. Yeah. I mean, no, he, I think he deserved I want to ask TJ how. Oh, in the first how, round, right? Yeah. Yeah, but he looked like he got his wits back right away. What did he feel was a more off balance thing, or how clean was that shot that he got caught with? If there was more time in that round, do you think there would have been much of a difference? I'm just getting ready to ask I him don't remember, that. to be honest with you. I remember. I do think that Marais has a good shot at getting the next. Title fight after that win. I mean, over that was a tremendous. Yeah, who? He's, Marlon Rice. Oh, Marlon. Yeah, for sure. I just I always pronounce his name last name wrong. That's why when you said that, I throw it off. <laughs> Can I say this about the Mighty Mouse Henry Cejudo? So this is a rematch. Cejudo's striking has really improved a yeah. lot since that first fight. He's kind of developed that karate stance a little yeah. bit. He's working on his striking, and oh. it's, it's a, it, it is a tough fight for Mighty. I'm excited about that fight, but yeah, I mean, I, I understand it's that a everybody... tough fight when we see it's a tough fight right now. I right. mean, first of all, Shruta. Uh, Sahudo. That's what I said. Shudo. There you go. What did I say? You say Shiruto, but that I'm Shiruto. Shiruto is that fucking? What is that? <laughs> Some kind of food? 
Uh, say it again, his last name. Henry Cejudo. Cejudo. There you go. Uh, he looked great. Who did he stop in his last fight? It was, hold on, it was Morano. It was Moraga. It was, who the fuck? I got it. Mom Rice, Jimmy no. Rivera. Who did he not get? Who did he finish? Jimmy Rivera. No, Cejudo's last. Oh, Cejudo, I'm sorry. Cejudo's last fight was a decision win over Pettis. Sergio Pettis. He looked good. Oh, but, it was the one before that he knocked out Wilson Hayes. Yeah, I'm way off with that. Yeah, yeah, I, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, uh, he had that fight. Pettis looked really good, but Cejudo looked great. Yeah, and that was Cejudo coming off of a, he almost burned literally his foot, died right? in a fire. Yeah, uh, was, was that a, it wasn't a, a lava. It was, uh, although the, the wildfires or something, yes, right? Exactly, yes, exactly, yeah. You know, I mean, listen. Who know? I mean, he's heavy-handed. He's he's you know a phenomenal wrestler. So you know, I'll be watching, and I love watching. You know, I mean, the champ is just uh, you know he's amazing. But uh, and no one's really like, his last fight was that arm lock, wasn't it? With yeah, the the mousetrap. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah. know what the fuck that was called, but it was awesome. He hit them up in the air. By the time he landed, he got that arm lock. Yeah, uh, that's that's a, that's gonna be fun. But I would really like to see between the winner of uh, if Dominic Cruz is out still. I don't know what his situation is. Yeah, Cruz's injury. He's been for a while. He's I, been laid up. Man. I, I think just based on social media, it seems like he is back to training a bit. I don't well, know if he's I would full like, speed. But if not, if, if if he's out of the picture, I would really like to see Marlon get a shot at the winner of these two because that would Absolutely. be very interesting. Because he's looking, he's looking phenomenal. Yes, I mean he's looking he really better is. than ever. He's, he's got two stoppages in a row Which is, from yeah, very he, talented guys. Yeah. And uh, before and, that, uh, he beat Dodson, who's not an easy guy to get a decision over. You know no. what I mean? Because he's all over the place. He's like trying to capture lightning in a bottle, Jimmy. <laughs> Who are you talking about? I'm talking about... Uh, what? You're talking about Rice, right? <laughs> yes. I you, thought so. Okay. When, he, when he beat... Um, um, yeah, he, uh, he's beating Aljo and then Rivera. No, no, no. And then who did I just say? The last guy. John, John Dodson. I, 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 I thought that. Okay, I wasn't sure you were talking. You can't ask me what I'm talking about because I'll forget. I know, man. I'm just lost today. I apologize. <laughs> Jim, we're having fun though. Yeah, I'm loving this. Where's um, TJ calling it? Yeah, I'm going to try him right now. So TJ, TJ, TJ. Is the, did the drama like... It feels like the drama died down. Well, we can ask that after because they've already fought. I mean, there's not much Cruz can say. I, I mean, uh, Cody can say because TJ, TJ was, was devastating. They, they did it. They went back and forth a bit at the Brooklyn press conference, the 25th yeah, anniversary to. press conference. This is going to be his third time in a, a, a rematch, uh, uh, having a rematch in his career. And it worked out for him the other times. He fought uh, Rafael Asan. Was it? Asan Asan All right, we have TJ on the phone. Yeah. Hey, buddy, you're talking to Jim and Matt. How are you? What's up, TJ? Doing good. You? Very good, man. Um, so the main event uh, you're promoting, uh, of course, it's 227, goes on sale this Friday, June 15th. I know you you did not uh, originally plan on fighting Cody immediately. You said you wanted him to go through a couple of people to get back to you? Yeah, man. That's, that's, uh, that, was, that was the plan. I was hoping to get on a, a, a big fight and find Demetrius Johnson, but, you know, things didn't really work out. So, you know, let's say... They they put him up on the table for me to for me to knock him out again and, and get rich. Let's do it. Can I ask you too? What, now, and what happened with with the Demetrius fight? Because you seem like you've been so game for this fight, so ready. And for some reason, it does not seem like at first he said he wanted to fight. Who did he want to fight for the win streak? Was it Wilson Hayes? Is that who he fought to, to keep the, the he wanted to fight? No, he Ray Borg. Oh, Ray Borg. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then what what happened with this fight? Just why did this fall apart? Man, I can't really tell you. You know, I thought it really was going to happen. We got we got the fight offered to us. Uh, they wanted us to do it in April, and then two days later, Demetri Johnson got surgery, and so wasn't able to take the fight. So, man, I, I really don't know. Um, you know, I, I guess that'd be a question they'd have to have to ask him because uh, you know, 
as far as I know, we were ready to pencil it in, but it just didn't really work out. Okay, well, so and it now is we're the, fighting on the same card. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, the, so the, the no is definitely yeah. coming from his side. How does it feel fighting with him as the uh, co-main? Will that annoy you at all that you're not fighting him or no? No, man. I mean, you can't really worry about right that right now. You know, I got I got always got my own fights ahead of me. You know, I can't always worry about someone else. But uh, you know, maybe one day it'll still work out. We'll, we'll see. You know, especially if we're on the same card, maybe it'll promote itself and. Uh, yeah, we'll see if it works out afterwards. Sure. Now, now, TJ, when they talk about this rematch, first of all, you do great with rematches. You had three in your career, yeah. and you won, or this is the third one. Is that right? Yeah, this will be the third one. And the other two, you yeah, rematched. Yeah, and you always, uh, you know, won the two out of the three. So that's, that. That's you got that going for you. But also, with that first fight, people keep saying, well, you know, yes, TJ, you know, he won. He did phenomenal. But if there was a little bit more time in that first round, that's not me saying it, TJ. That's that's the that's the no, people. What do you... Yeah, of course. Now, you're the only guy. You're the only guy that has... That knows where you were in that. Were you more off balance? Did you already have your wits by the time you were walking back? Do you think if there was some more time, you might have been in trouble? Or what do you think about that? Look, man, I, I ate his best punch. I ate it right, he ate it right on the butt, too. You know, I came in. Um, I think what it, what it comes down to is me uh, getting a little little throw, throwing the the game plan a little out the window at the, the last last few seconds of that round. Um, I was with my wits were with me. I was walking back to the corner, but uh, you know I, I ate his best punch. You know I, I was coming into it, and he was chucking as hard as hard as he possibly yeah. could. You know, um, so I mean if you if you can see the fight, I was definitely moving my head and being aware. I was still stumbling. You know, it's one of those things where you, you get you get stunned and you're. Feet don't feel like they're like going, going to you perfectly, but uh, what's your book me as soon as I walk back to the corner? Um, and doing the thing, telling me what I need to change up, what I need to do, and boom, came right back and bounced back into it, you know. So it's just one of those things that everything to do, they won't be where I am in the first round and be yeah, the the corner work. I I'm, I get fascinated by, but I, I, I listen intently uh, when when the guys are in the corner. And what what bang, what Dwayne was saying to you as far as you know, you don't got to set those kicks up. You could just throw those kicks. You don't got to set them up. I thought that was very interesting because normally people say the opposite. They're like, you know, do this and set up that kick. He's like, yo, you don't got to set them up. Just throw them. Could you could you tell me a little bit about what he was saying to you there? And then you did follow it. You followed his instructions. Great. I mean, I mean, the way they're always on the same level. A lot of times, hopefully, even uh, it seems like he says something like, oh, I, was I was thinking the exact same thing or vice versa. You know, we're on that same kind of wavelength when it comes to training and technique and, and openings and things like that. And so when he was saying that, it was, it was you know, it's like a timing thing, something he's called timing-wise, you know, something that it was it was there when, when it wasn't. Or it was it was just a, a time to switch up my timing, you know, for me to come out and be a different fighter each round. You know, if you're able to touch up your game plan from round to round, you know, that's going to throw someone off. And uh, and what do you know? What is the because people have also talked about like okay, does the winner of this fight have to deal with a uh, uh, Dominic Cruz or is it a Sunsau or is it going to be uh, Marlon Rice? What what, do you, what is uh, up with Cruz? Do you know where he's at now? Or has he just started training again? Man, I, I have no idea. You know, he's been going through injury after injury, so I mean, he hasn't fought since he lost to Cody. I'm not really sure what's going on with him. You know, I think that's uh, unfortunately it's been pretty typical for him. So you never know if he's going to be healthy. And uh, what did you think of Marice uh, against Rivera? Did you see that? I did, man. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I expected it to be a longer fight. You know, one of those things that uh, Jimmy caught, caught, got caught slipping. Um, didn't see the kick coming. Almost like blocked his own vision. You know, um, 
And yeah, very aggressive and a great win by Marais. And you know, going into this fight with Cody, this rematch, um, what what do you think? What adjustments do you think that like if you're his camp, what adjustments do you think they tell him that he has to make? Yeah, that, that's the thing, man. I, you can make all the adjustments you want. You know? Switching my game plans and switching my timing. I'm gonna be able to take the fight. I'm a very well-rounded fighter, so I can take this fight anywhere. You know, I should. There's a there's a lot of things that I didn't show in that first fight. Go in, go in, switching things up, and, and I'll find the same hole. You know, it's I, I. We were talking before the show. I don't know if I can think of a more well-rounded fighter than you. Like, I mean, there's yeah, other guys in other that. divisions who are that great, but I, I, I can't picture a guy who does everything as well or is as hard to hit or as hard to figure out. It's, it's, it's almost uncomfortable watching you fight. Like, there's so many ways you attack. Uh, it, it, like, you know, Cody's a very, very good boxer and more of a traditional boxer, but you seem to come from every different angle and you do everything really, really well. I uh, appreciate it, man. I feel like that's the way to be the most threatening in the sport. If you can start blending everything together, that's how you become the best. That's how you that's how you keep someone guessing, you know, if I'm if I'm gonna be shooting a shot or if I'm gonna be kicking you in the head, you don't know. No, I was just gonna say, like, I feel like it's and it's a good thing. This fight, first of all, because the first fight was so explosive, this fight really does sell itself. But do you don't you do you feel a little sat or a lot satisfied like after that first fight that it feels like a lot of the drama kind of is 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 it got it got put out like all that him them showing right. the uh the the footage of the sparring and and it was a lot of just it felt just kind of like like a dirty feeling and then after that fight did it feel like you just like kind of like just cleared all that i don't even know if i'm explaining that right <laughs> did you like yeah, do you feel I, like I, you I like what you're saying. go ahead I, 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 yeah I, I definitely understand what you're saying i mean it's, it's a lot different this time but can't go out and be a smart ass and talk a bunch of shit when you got your, your ass knocked out, you know. So you can't go and be like, "Oh, look at this or, or supposedly knockout footage of you in, in sparring." Like, "Oh, that's funny. I have one too." But mine, everyone got to see, and it wasn't filmed on the uh, a Bigfoot video. You know, it was you actually a Bigfoot video. See what's going on. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, he, he, he can't really go out and be the same person because he's gonna look like a fool, even though he looked like a fool the first time. Um, you know, he's got to gotta get ready for, for another asshole. Thing. I'll tell you, when it ended and, like, he stood up and he was, you know, he was wobbly and you just let out, like, a roar. And I, well, I'm sure it wasn't to be disrespectful. I just think it was, like, just pent up inside you. It was, like, a victorious. It looked like a Spartan in, in battle. Just, <laughs> I don't know. It was actually <laughs> awesome. And then they're like, oh, why? What'd you do? You yell in his face? I don't even think that was disrespectful. No, it was just a moment. That was just... Being a, a a warrior, I mean, what did you feel the second it got stopped? How how what kind of feeling but, was that? I mean, pent up aggression, pent up frustration and aggression with all the stuff I dealt with over the last year and all this the bickering going back and forth. Um, it was just one of those things that, like, yeah, dude, just complete this aggression and and relief and just like, I just yelled what. You know, I think I said, yo, heal what motherfucker? <laughs> you know, I didn't, mean it to be like, I, didn't, I didn't mean it to be like you said, like disrespectful. It's just one of those things that just implanted nothing. Just a- <clears throat> Well, you were respectful afterwards. You guys went over and uh, you seemed like you said something nice to him, uh, you know. Which, which I, I like when guys do that because it's, it's, it's obvious that you guys don't like each other. But, you know, the bottom line is you did just take his belt. And you, you, you seemed like after you calmed down a second later, you seemed, you, you know, you went over to him. Look, man, it takes it takes a unique person and a crazy motherfucker to get inside that octagon, and you got to respect that no matter who it is, like him or dislike him. This is martial arts. 
you know, and I, I treat my life as a martial artist. And so you got to show your respect, you know, even to your enemies or whoever it may be. Oh, listen, before I forget, I want to say congrats. It's been a little bit, a, a little while now, but I know you welcomed your first uh, ah. your child, Bronson, in December. Yeah. So, hey, man, congrats yeah, on man. that. I'm a father of three, so I know what you're dealing with, and that's an amazing, it's got to be an amazing time for you right now, you and your wife. It is amazing, man. It's 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 the greatest, my my greatest accomplishment so far. <laughs> yeah, Take all the boats away, everything. It's it's amazing. So it's been it's been an eye opener. Definitely definitely a lot of work. He loves to keep us up at night, but yeah, he is awesome. That's awesome. Did it do like I have no kids, but they say it changes you in a way. And most people I've talked to have said, yeah, it really does happen. Did did you feel that switch? Um, not so much in my career, but just in my life. Yeah. Things yeah, just I as a person. A, a, yeah, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Like you know, you start thinking of your future is different. You know that you think about. You don't think of. You're a lot less selfish instead of like your future. Always thinking about like what you want to do next for you and your life, whatever. It's more about your kid. You know, everything. Everything revolves around him. Where do you want to live? School district wise. Sure. You know, the, the the money you want to make for what reasons? You know, so. For sure, that's yeah, a beautiful well, thing. Well, the uh, the bantamweight uh, title, the rematch between uh, TJ and Cody Garbrandt, UFC two twenty seven. It's Saturday, August the fourth, in Los Angeles, and tickets go on sale this Friday, June fifteenth. Uh, Demetrius Johnson, Henry Cejudo is the co-main, and that's a really, really good card. Uh, and I'm looking forward. I know you wanted another fight for Cody before, but I'm looking forward to this rematch. I like both of you guys so much, Everybody. and uh, there's such a rivalry there. So look, man, tickets are on Thank sale you. this Friday. Good luck, buddy. Uh, you, you never, ever, ever uh, give a disappointing fight. You're one of my favorite people to watch. So thank you. Yeah, it's uh, really appreciate it, man. I'm excited as well too, and uh, hope everyone's excited. And uh, it's gonna be a great night. It really will be. All right, TJ, take care, man. Thanks, TJ. And congrats on the baby. I uh, appreciate it, guys. You guys have a good day. Be good. Okay, man. Uh, he's a good. Like, he really is. A, he's a, a skilled. A, he's a fun guy to watch, man. Fuck, is he fun to watch? You know? Literally, just drop it. It's like Cruz and Wonder Boy. Like all these weird. Like it's uncomfortable sometimes. Like, his hands are down. He's coming in for a left, he and then he his throws his hand a up kick. like he's looking. Like, uh, almost like what are you want to look far, and you're blocking the sun. And then he's he like, throws a kick. Um, really, really hard guy to figure out. Yeah, How do you train for that guy? You, I mean, he's very hard to replicate. What do you get, eight guys in there with, at the same time? How do you train for fucking I just, DJ? I yeah. just watched their first fight recently, and the one thing I noticed is just, he is just extremely confident. Yes, he's he is. one of the most confident, and it's good. It's could be. It, that's why it could be borderline cocky, but he's very very confident in his abilities, and it shows. Every round, even after he got knocked down that first round, the next round he came out just... Like like it never happened. Yeah. So that is he's he's something special, man. But you also if if you're him, you have to know Cody can put you on the on the on the floor. He did, and Cody can do that again. Like you know, you yeah. can't take <laughs> but, Cody's no joke, man. He's a, he's a, he's also an extremely hard puncher, and he's a very accurate puncher. It was just I think more of a mixed martial artist. Uh, TJ has more weapons, but you know, as a as fairly a pure boxer, you can absolutely uh, beat TJ if if you land. Which I just said nothing there. No, <laughs> but, no, but, but you're you right. Know, well, and you also see the game plan that Cody was able to put together against Dominic Cruz, who's probably right. who you could liken TJ sure. to the most. So, and and Cody, in fairness, <laughs> came into that off the back injury, whatever. So, That's right. it could be a different story. But I mean, this is going to be an, uh, an unbelievable rematch. I love it. He uh, he's going to have a little bit more pressure on him, Cody, in this yep. fight. You know what I mean? Last time, you know, they were putting that out. The you know the the uh, the clips of him knocking down uh, TJ and sparring and this and that, almost to get that mental edge. If there's any bit of a mental edge now, it's going to be with TJ, and there's going to be a little bit more pressure because sure. they get stopped. You know what I mean? So, 
Very, very interesting. I know I'll be watching, Jimmy. I can't wait for this fight. I'm, I'm really happy they're fighting. I wanted to see Johnson, uh, whatever reason, that fucking fell apart. But I still do want to see this fight very much. So uh, let's try to get Tyron on the phone. Yeah, that's fine. We could try him oh. a little early. Let's see. Yeah, why not? And uh, I guess we won't go over anymore. Do that, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about some shit. Yeah. Jimmy, people have been asking about a movie minute. I don't got a movie, though, to talk about. So make sure you have one for next one. We'll, we'll, we'll go, we should go see one together someday. I saw Solo, but I wanted to talk about that. We, we get Phoenix back in there, but who knows when she's coming back in. Whenever you want We can to. get her whenever we want. Yeah, she's she a very fun guest. Both here. Yeah. yeah, fun? Phoenix is fun, no? I like her a lot. I yeah, like Phoenix fun. a lot. She's into all the nerdy shit that I'm into, except video. I don't think she plays video games, but she's into she's into all my nerdy shit, Jimmy. I'm just a, I'm just a, just a man-child with a dream, Jimmy. Oh, that's okay, buddy. Just a man child with a dream. That's all right. You love what you love. You know, video games are very popular. Oh, my God. Um, I used to love them. I, I stopped watching them, but so what? I mean, it's not for really? any reason. I just... You just grew up? No, I just didn't... Uh, I don't know. I stopped playing them. I, I don't know why. Yeah, but virtual reality is different. I'm man. sure it is. Oh, my God. Is it so much fun? I just don't want to get caught up and start loving it again and spending why? too many hours. Well, I'll a spend little too much time. time. Well, you spill... What is that? It'll break into your porn time? I got to give that up anyway. It's, hey, oh, finally. All right, good. Thank you, Chris. Is this uh, Tyron? This is Tyron. Hi, buddy. You got Jim and Matt on the phone. How are you, man? What's up, guys? Don't hey. kick my butt. No. I apologize for the day. That's okay. And listen, Tyron, hey, champ. Did you, did you get my message? I texted you. I don't know if you got that. Did you get my text after that or no? I don't think I got it back. I no, that's fucking awful. I tried. I, <laughs> no, what a, I, I was saying how classy the champ is, man, because... Yeah. Uh, you know, we got there was a mix up. His phone died, whatever it was. So uh, he didn't jump on last episode, and and then he he reached out to me. He gave me a call and he left yeah, a message. Yeah, you're OG man. I don't just think oh, I'm man. like trying not to do an interview, and that's not my style. And it's I am. So I really appreciate that. And I think if it was just Jimmy's show, you wouldn't fucking call him without either. a doubt. He, he never fought. No, he actually. Here's the text he actually sent. Hey, Matt, I'm sorry to you. I don't care if you're co-host, but you, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hey, uh, I, Tyler, I have a question too. Because I'm friends with Dean, and, and I don't know if I, where I heard this. Are you doing stand up, or, or did somebody confuse you? Because somebody told me that you were doing stand up. Is that true or no? No, I'm doing stand up as well. Yeah, yeah. You are, you it's, have started stand up. I started to open up. Yeah, I did stand up a couple, two or three times already, and um, you know, I was trying to. Anytime I walk around or go someplace or in the grocery store, I can't help but just to think about how we use that in the fucking skit. So, um, I yeah, didn't know that. stand up doing music, yeah, doing everything. So your first stand up, let me ask you your first stand up comedy thing. What was it like for you walking out there? Surprisingly, I was okay. I wanted to be nervous. Everybody's trying to freak me out about what if you get up there and you freeze and nobody laughing. So I just kind of um, started my joke off with, all right, guys, well, you know, um, I know Adam told you what I do for a living. So if you think you're going to sit out there with a stone face and not laugh, I'm gonna come out there and start knocking out last shot one by one. Oh, they, okay, see, so I got the floor. So I broke the ice <laughs> really fast, and everybody started bugging up laughing. So it was easier to kind of get into my material after that. Now, have you bombed yet? I have not bombed. Ooh, I've been to. I went to the Dime Bar, which is you know with a lot of comedians. That like the first my first time going up there, I went right before Marlon Wayans. Like he was right after. Me. So. If Marlon Wayne's out, funny. I feel like I'm okay. <laughs> you know, and now, Tyron, do you tape every set? 
You said do I what? Do you tape every set? Like you should get. I don't know if you have a yeah, GoPro. Yeah, I, I do tape it. Yeah, get a GoPro, yeah. man, because I wish I had my first sets on tape. I don't have any of them. Get, but get a GoPro and tape it. You don't need to release it, but just for yourself. Because look, part of being a comic is it, there's. It's inevitable. We all bomb. It's a part of it. You want your first bomb on tape. Why are you wishing on my tape? <laughs> but no, but I'm not. I'm not. It, it's almost like saying. Yeah, well, he said, no, you're going to bomb us, buddy. Sure. Right, you're going to bomb. But that's like and saying you if you fight. You bomb, have it on film. It, it's oh. almost like saying if you train jujitsu, you're telling somebody the first time you get tapped, like you're going to get tapped yeah. while you're training. It's a part of it. it it's yeah. an unavoidable thing. It's like getting punched fighting. There's certain parts of it where it doesn't it doesn't make or break you. It's just a part of what it, it, happens. It was, a part, it was a part where I took it. I did a really risky joke. And I'm like, either this is going to freaking go great and they was going to die laughing. Or it's going to be silence and I'm a bomb. And I had to choose on whether or not I was going to do it or not. And at that moment, I went, I just went with it and it worked out for me and everybody died laughing. But I guarantee you, if I did that joke at five different comedy clubs, two of them I would have bombed. Dude, I, I've I've killed on one show, and like I was, I was at one club, and then I go back and I do the late show at the cellar, and I've eaten my dick for fifteen minutes. <laughs> like that's just what it is. <laughs> now, 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 let me ask you, champ. Dean Thomas, he's not helping you with your writing your material, right? No, you know, to be honest, I actually grew up. My family is so large; we didn't have a lot of money to go bowling to the movies. Um, paintballing, arcades. So our comedy was to make fun of each other all night long. It sounds like the Wayne brothers. Was, it does sound like the yes, Wayne brothers. Right. I heard that. Wayne, yeah. we, we stood up. We did our own version of Apollo. And we played a game called Make You Laugh. So I, you had to stand up and you had to make somebody laugh. And everybody on the couch had to have a stone face and they couldn't laugh. So you smiled too hard or you cracked the sound and you laughed. Then you had to get up and you couldn't sit down until you made somebody laugh. So sometimes some of my siblings will be up there for. 50 minutes, hour, they'd be mad because nobody would laugh. So I'm kind of used to that a little yes. bit. And it's just something that I did the past time. I never thought about doing it, you know, doing it for real. Uh, now, let me ask you, you said you're doing that, the acting. You haven't messed around. Just, just I'm not going to judge you. Did you do any of the improv with Dean Thomas? I have not. Good, good. Fuck that shit. I, I, Fuck I, I that shit, Tyron. You're about to get my. I knew you were going there. I love Dean Thomas, and Dean Thomas is a funny guy. I love hanging out with and him. And his stand-up is good. Don't don't get. Don't I like get, his Don't get ahead of yourself now. I like don't. his stand-up. I've but the point is this: Matt, he are does. You going to say <laughs> like the last episode of Dana White looking fight was not improv with those balloons in your shirt and cows. Oh, what what were we doing? Improv. Oh, we were sword. We were having a sword fight. <laughs> Oh, we were oh having so <laughs> sword fight. You guys like, are idiots. We are idiots. Thank good. I get paid to be an idiot. I love it so much. But the improv, <laughs> Dean Thomas, he was he's so funny. And then I'll see him also and I'll see something on Instagram. It's him with a bunch of his improv friends doing the most unfunniest thing ever. And I just want to fucking hate I just hate him when he does that. Improv is what you know the good thing about improv? <laughs> improv is just like auditioning for a movie or a TV show. You get used to getting uncomfortable. You get used to doing things you're not normally yeah. at. Anybody, like when we do a movie or something yeah. like that, it's easy to be a tough guy. It's yeah. easy to be uh, some type of military because you did a fighter role. Yeah. You've done that. You can just be, or, or something that's close to your own personality. But what if I got to be, you know, a lawyer that, you know, all stern and or somebody that's crying in the scene. So when I work with my acting coach, like if I'm doing, like if we're reading training day, 
it's, it'll be easier for me to be Denzel Washington than to be the officer that played Hoyt, like a passive or, you know what I mean? So, yeah. so I think that's another thing that opens up your, your range of acting and other entertainment is being okay with getting uncomfortable and getting out of your comfort zone. So improv is actually extremely yeah. helpful for that. So you're saying improv is, it's, it's like these other things. So these other things are not funny as well. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> <laughs> I hate fucking improv. Listen, uh, bad improv. I hate uh, good improv is really hard to do. Yeah, and when you watch guys do it really well, yeah. it's it's a tremendous skill to have. Because yeah. if you're on stage and you're doing stand up, you will get heckled. Things will go wrong. Somebody will drop a drink. True. It helps to have that True. fucking muscle where you you're working off what's alive in the yeah, room. So, some say that doesn't even exist though. What's that? The good improv. But anyway, listen. I know there are people that, that hey, really hate improv. Tyron, All now right, I'm not going. Go I'm not with. Freaking Matt on Hayden on Improv for the record. So don't try to tag and say Tyrant and Matt clowning on Improv. There's going to be a butt here. Who, who's your favorite stand-up of all time? No, he's saying about he's about to say something. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Tyrant. No, no, I was done. I was done. Oh, you're done? I, I thought so, yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say butt, it but it sucks. Like Eddie Murphy, he had on all the red leather, or Richard Pryor, one of those two. Okay. There's this a guy named Jeremiah Williams that not a lot of people know. Don't know him. Um, oh, my God. He has a couple stand-up things that just crack me up. Maybe it's because of what I'm, where I'm from, and a lot of stuff I can relate to. Um, but yeah, he has me down laughing. Yeah, Murphy's uh, in the red. I think that was delirious. I think that was his delirious. F- there, delirious. I didn't want to misquote it. That was his first. Uh, he was 22, I think, when he did that. And uh, fresh off SNL, he was the, you know the biggest comic in the world. Um, and it's one of those things too, where he stopped doing stand-up, almost like he got to a point where it becomes scary to go back into it because. If he doesn't do well or if his set's not great, people can be like, oh, Eddie Murphy's not good. You know, it's almost too much pressure to go back into it. You imagine how much money he could have got on Netflix if he was around now doing that. Dude, that's people a- cashing out on seven, eight figure deals on Netflix. Not all of us. Nope. Some of us got very minimal deals. No, some of us did not get seven, eight. It's nice when I hear about Kevin and Amy and Dave, and I, I'm happy to see those guys making forty million a pop. Good for them. <clears throat> Champ. Yeah. Listen, Dan, hold on, hold on. You just. You just said forty million pop. I just let that through. They're making forty million each time they set their damn feet on. No, no, I'm joking. I think uh, if, if I remember oh, correctly, God. Amy got eleven million. These are all publicly quoted things. Uh, I don't know what uh-huh. Chris Chris got, Chris Rock got. Like uh, it might have been a thirty or forty million dollar deal. Chappelle got millions. Uh, and, and I don't know. I don't. Kevin Hart. I don't even know if he did a Netflix special. Kevin's actually going right to the fucking theater, so he's not even on Netflix. Yeah. Yo, champ. Now, listen. I know you saw the fight between RDA and fucking Cunty Covington. Now, tell me <laughs> what <laughs> I can't stand that motherfucker. Hey, listen. I I'm not sensitive. People call me a midget all the time and call me chubby. I don't like I that. But him, I call him Cunt Covington. What? <laughs> oh, that's almost third. That's fucking way better. I wish I thought of that shit. No wonder why you're fucking doing well with the stand up comedy. That's way better. So listen. Yeah, I'm a um, this kid. Now, everybody, now, how does this feel now? You know, th- what did you think of the fight, first of all? Number one, I didn't watch the fight yet. Oh, um, wow. You know, I, not, not that I'm just so savage off, like that I ain't watched the fight. These are the bombs. I just didn't feel like, I felt like, you know, either I was going to be there and the UFC wanted me to be there so he can do his little shenanigans. Oh, Willie, I'm coming for you. And he wants me to react to everything. Like, he knows my name is Tyron, so he wants to call me Tyron. He wants to try to play the Trump stuff. He want to try, like he want to do all those things. And I gave him his moment. He had a little one time to shine him on Instagram. But if you look at his Instagram and my Instagram, my goodness, is he obsessed with me? <laughs> he is like obsessed with me. And he's, he's a 
he's a clown. I, like I was telling Dean yesterday, we did our podcast, and I was like, you know, you should be you should be offended, Dean, because guys like you and even you, Matt, that just kind of built the sport. Remember the old days when you got to win ten fights in a row to get a call from UFC, where people really put hard work in. Like guys like that, they just want to mold themselves into a position and not even at least be good at it. Now you like terrible at it. You think he's corny at it? He's kind of corny. He's kind of... Yeah, the, he's so funny. The only thing I liked, he's and listen, back that no yeah. friend would tell you you do. Yeah, exactly. This is so cool. I I don't like any of his shit. Usually, it's kind of really corny. It's like cheesy. I did like when he was. I, listen, I give credit where it's credit is due. I did like when he said he was drinking nerds tears though at the pros. That's kind of funny. No, am I the only guy that thinks that's fucking yeah, hysterical? He is a guy. He is a guy that's helping him write it. Definitely. Because if he was doing it by himself and winging it, I would try to give him partial credit, like the math teachers would, just for writing his name on the paper. But the fact that he has somebody helping him with it, they both should be embarrassed. No. So John yeah, John yeah. Harnett, embarrass yourself. Go hide in the closet. You are an embarrassment. <laughs> now, styles make fights. Now, I'm going to throw a buddy of mine under the bus. Not Jimmy. Not you, Jimmy, because Jimmy's like, what did I do? Longo. Now, Longo knows about fighting. I fucking, I'm such a fucking asshole. But Longo was gone. And I was talking to Longo about this. You know, we discuss fights often. And I'm and I'm one of those guys. Where I think Kobe's doing a good job in a sense that now I know when you guys meet, I'm gonna be so fucking excited. I'm gonna be so excited, Tyron, because I <laughs> I know because I feel Styles make fights. And now with his style, I'll, I'm gonna give him credit where credit is due. He's got talent. He's got cardio, and he could be relentless. But it's with guys. Now look, he's taking one to give one to get a hold of guys. I, now yeah. he's doing that with guys like Damian Maya. He's took he took some shots from him. He took shots yeah. from RDA. I, he's not yeah. taking those fucking he, now to put the pressure, the pressure he needs to tire you out. That my good buddy Ray Longo says he has a good chance of doing. I counted yeah. with that. I go Longo, and, and that's and that's okay for Ray to say that is okay. If <laughs> someone if someone only way to beat you is like think about this, you've been in a sport for a very long time. If their number one attribute is cardio, they have shit creek. Because cardio is a controllable variable. You can't control that I'm a better wrestler. I'm stronger than you. You can't control that I punch a shitload harder than you. You can't you can't uh, vouch for those things in a, in a six-week training camp. Or eight weeks. You can't even, in the one year, you can't change your punching power or something be measurable to mine. His ground is terrible. And when you think about all those attributes... I've said this before. Put your chin on the treadmill, brother. Show me how you can condition your chin to yeah. take a punch. And fighters that press me like that have been the ones that got knocked out. Koshek's been the one that got knocked out. Um, Robbie's a pressure fighter that got knocked out. Um, all the guys that come forward, he's really doubling my power by doing that, and he's doing it with his – I'm not going to give up my technique and my skill because it's easy for him to make a quick adjustment by listening to this. Yeah. But the things that he do, that he's not – He's habitual, and he's not going to be able to change in a fight, and it's going to set me up, you know. And um, I'm excited about the matchup. You know, if if I see what he brings to the table, and I don't go the extra mile to make sure that I'm ready, and I fought a guy like him before, you know. You think about a guy like Nathan Coy, or these are people I call the Walking Dead. They know they have to get a takedown. David Mai was the same way, but David Mai is not as strong, and his credentials are not as high in wrestling. But he knew he had to take me down. And it's not like I just have the best takedown defense in the welterweight division. 
I got the best takedown defense in the history of UFC. Yes, so it's, 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 it's kind of it's kind of funny that his whole game plan is surrounded around getting to the ground, and I'm a challenger. I bet him ten thousand dollars every single time he try to touch my leg to wrestle. I want him to pay me ten grand. Let's fight. I'm not gonna go for a takedown. We will never touch the fight. We will never touch the match. The fans want to see a fight. You know, you want to be this big badass. Put the wrestling down. Let's just straight up bang it out. And I guarantee you, I fuck him all the way up. He never, he's never gonna want to fight again. And I'm gonna hurt him. He won't do that. So that's what I was. That's my challenge to you, Kobe. Cut Queefington. My challenge to you is: I bet you ten thousand dollars every single time somebody touch your leg and attempt to take down. Ten grand. And I'm willing. I'm willing to guarantee you. I will owe you zero dollars at the end of the fight. Now, after Damian Maya, you know, again, shooting for the takedowns he was shooting for and against, you know, a uh, Wonder Boy twice in a row uh, as a counterpuncher, how nice is it to have somebody who you know is going to try to close the distance and is going to try to stay close and try to put you up against the he cage? He's still going to try to do what Damian Maya did. It still makes it difficult to punch someone. You can't disrespect the fact that he's in on your leg and just swing at the air. When right. he level change, you got to address what he's doing. So it, it makes it a little bit more difficult. But there's certain things that he does and the way he get, he can get away with it because he's never... He ran from Usman. No, my toes hurt. I can't fight Usman. <laughs> he's trying to fight me. He ran from that match. So he had been, How many times has Kobe had to face somebody who's a better wrestler? Usman's a better wrestler, and I'm a better wrestler. This is going to be his first time. And he's, you know, he's done this long enough and talked himself into, you know, fighting me. And now it's like, well, what better time to take a big challenge than when it's for all the marbles? What better time to try to go after someone that's better than you when it's a world title on, on the line. His only his only X factor in this fight is to get me so pissed off and want to beat his ass so bad that I take myself out of my game plan. No. So that's that's my whole whole um, you know, training camp, you know, mindset is tyrant. If I if I train right now and just don't do nothing but condition and be in the craziest shape ever, I will beat him right now. Without game plan, without training camp, without sparring, that's enough. And He's he knows he's never won a millisecond of anything against you ever, not even thumb wrestling. So, um, I mean, he he knows what's about to happen. Now, in the past, you fought some popular guys. I've always been a fan of yours. I think you're a great guy. Um, how does it feel knowing going into this fight because he's so and, and he, he's got such a hatred. He's got such a he's such an ultimate bad guy. People think he's such an ass. That you're gonna have the country of Brazil, Brazil. Uh, I mean, listen, he offended a lot of people. So you're gonna have so much yeah. love, and you will be the hero to so many, to myself. Yeah. Listen, hey, let's be honest. <laughs> let's be honest, Tyron. You know I can't, what? I can't smack this guy. I got three kids. I can't go to jail. You gotta do this for you me. Can. Listen, don't do it for Brazil. Do it for me, Tyron. I need you to do it for yeah. me. You don't gotta shout it out you know, in the uh, I think, cage. I think it's kind of cool because. You know, it's funny how tables turn. You know, I've, I've been the knockout artist. I've been the wrestler. I've been the grind. I've been the boring fighter. I've been, the, I've been, I've been kind of everything in my career. If you really look around and look back, um, but people will forget anything, any, any Maya fight, any Wonder Boy fight, any, any me going back with they, They're going to forget that when this fight comes up. And I got a chance to go out and whoop this dude ass in front of everybody, embarrass him, make him want to never fight again, and then now I'm the hero. So. You know, I don't sweat the technique. I don't. If it took this for the fans to come around, then so be it. I'm gonna use it. I'm gonna ride on it, and I'm gonna give them what they want. And I'm gonna give them what the sport deserves. He's an embarrassment. He's an embarrassment to the sport. I told Dan after I beat his ass, I want him off the team. I I don't even want to wear a flag 
that represents something that he stands for. He is he's just he's just a disgusting individual. And I uh, also wanted to ask you uh, two, just a couple quick questions. Now, what is your? Uh, are you still training Mayweather at all? Uh, in in, uh, in yeah, I talked, to, I talked to him last week. You know, uh, I don't know what him and Dan and those guys are doing about mocking up a fight. I know he got some stuff in business that he want to take care of first. That he bought a crazy building out you guys' way in the East Coast, maybe in New York. Right. Um, I think there's gonna be a crazy skyscraper out there. So I think he's gonna focus on that, but he still wants to train. You know, because you can't just like, okay, I'm gonna just jump into it and sure. do it. So I think he wants to just train, um, train and kind of get moving. So I'm going to hit him up this week. I don't know if he's in L.A. Uh, or next week when I'm in Vegas if he's there. But he wants to just start training just to, you know, get used to it. And, and, and Tyron, last question for you. Uh, how's your shoulder doing? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing you're okay. Yeah, I'm ready. You know, <laughs> the, the funny thing is when people are like, oh, you can't run no more. It's so easy to say that when you know somebody had a major surgery, you know, you know, I don't know if you guys have ever had a labrum turn or rotator or anything shoulder-wise, but it's a rough surgery, and I didn't want to get it in this and I didn't get it um, in July. So people, if they think that I got the surgery in July, I can understand why they say I waited around. But I tried not to have the surgery. Um, I rehabbed it. I did physical therapy um, to try to see if I can go, and I just really never felt like it was going to be 100% or it was going to be a point where I felt comfortable depending on the bellway. I was I even accepted a fight against Nate Diaz before I had the surgery. I said I'll fight him December thirtieth because I don't think it's going to be a fight where he's going to be you know underhooks and defending shots. And, you know I mean a lot of static wrestling. So I took I accepted that fight December thirtieth with my shoulder busted. And I was going to get it the surgery right afterwards. But when I got the surgery, when I knew that fight wasn't going to happen, the moment I found out, um, the next week I went ahead and scheduled the surgery. So December nineteenth until now. Is what six months? Right. I was cleared in five months. This surgery takes six, eight, sometimes a year for people to recover from. So uh, I went five days a week. Um, they were kind of giving me three days. I'm like, man, you know, that's what you do for senior citizens that are just trying to walk and be healthy day to day. So I did, I did five days a week. I bought an office scene. I did stem cell and PRP three times. Uh, you know, now I'm ready to roll. And I can throw this baby as hard as I can. Okay. Well, listen, man. We're looking forward to this fight a lot. Uh, we're ha- thanks for calling in too, Tyron. And uh, you know, please, as soon as this fight's announced, we, we would love to talk to you again. And good luck with the stand-up. Uh, you know, right, thank you. Be interested to follow that as well. Uh, the great Tyron Woodley, whose next fight will probably be against Colby Covington uh, to unify the uh, welterweight championship. And uh, thank you, buddy. All right, thanks, champ. Oh, thank you guys. Good talking to you. Take care, man. Yeah, I wasn't sure if that was rumor or not that he started stand-up. Dude, I'm he's happy. Such a, he's, he's a good guy. He's a classy guy. Yeah. He's he's what a champion should be. He's a beast too. Oh, uh, man, I can't wait for that fight. Oof. I'm gonna be like, do it for me, Tyron. <laughs> do it, call me a midget. I'm losing cholesterol. I'm just- but it is a great matchup. Uh, the interim champion who talks a lot of shit against the champion. You know, I mean, they don't like each other. Well, I, I do want to see it. It gives Tyron an opportunity to talk a little shit. Wonder Boy's the nicest guy in the world. Uh, what are you going to Wonder Boy? Right, what are you going to do? I'm going to so. get Ray Longo on the next episode. We're going to call him up. He doesn't have to come in. We can just call him up. Yeah, we'll call him. You know, the guy doesn't want to get on the train. All right. Uh, by listen, the way, for the record, Tyron, 97.6% takedown defense. The incredible. next closest is John Jones, 95%. Hey, all I know is Kobe takes a few to get to that clinch. Yep. Is he taking one of his? Uh, this is something we're going to have to see. I want to give a quick uh, plug, Jimmy, to um, you know anybody training in Long Island. It wants some private lessons, some some whatever it is. They could get some little group classes, seminars. But no, but even women that want to get in shape, Drago MMA. Yes, D 
R A G O D R A G O D R A G. Take with me. Oh, <laughs> MMA yes. Drago MMA.com. And I will be appearing. <laughs> it was just a weird scene in here, people, because I got no. really close to Jimmy. I didn't mind. To the one mic, and I was singing it. And then we were like, two two of our, our cheeks were almost together to the one mic, and I was waiting for you to no. sing along with me, but you weren't. No, I'm okay. I was enjoying you. Thanks, Jimmy. Uh, Friday, Saturday, I'm at the brand new Stress Factory in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Uh, it's a great new club. Brewer's done it. Dice has done it. So I've heard it's an amazing club. And uh, I got date in Houston going on sale tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to be there in October. Go to jimnorton.com. I got dates in Houston, San Antonio. Um, also, uh, well, that's not until November in New York. And the Chip Chipperson podcast live in September in Boston and in uh, Long Island. Uh, both of those shows are almost sold out. So and Matt's going to go to the one in Long Island. Yes, he will. Yeah. That's not going to happen. But also, Dana White looking for a fight. Cabo episode is out. Let me know how you like it. Let me know. I'm screaming again, Jimmy. Goodbye, everybody. Wait. What, Jimmy? Goodbye.